When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm here with Marikita Solis, who is a relationship coach, and I'm so excited to have her here. She's going to share with us embracing more of our feminine energy, especially in relationships. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Could you just share a little bit about yourself and just how you got to where you are today? Sure. Um, Well, I'm a joyful relationship coach. Mm -hmm. I was struggling in relationships for years and years and years until my 40s, until I really tuned in to myself and could find my greater purpose. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I had really started off on the wrong foot and it was no one's fault. Mm -hmm. I really didn't have parents that really taught me how to, how to date. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. had a, they were great in their relationship. They were from Mexico and, and that was very that was a very peaceful environment and it was very safe. Dating was very safe in that little tiny town. Mm-hmm. And so when I was 15, I started dating and it was a whole different culture in the United States. And mm. um, uh, it was, so I just really didn't have much preparation and I didn't value myself. So it just kind of started going downhill right away. Mm-hmm. The dating men that disrespected me and, and, and che- cheated on me. And this mm-hmm. was something that I accepted because I didn't love myself. I didn't value myself. Mm-hmm. So this was just the pattern in my life over and over, over giving and really wanting to be valued by someone else. Mm-hmm. So I could feel like I was worthy of love. And I just, this went on and on and on. Finally in my forties, I thought I had found the perfect guy. And when he ended it, I just thought, what's going on? This is it. I mean, I don't know what else to do. And I, mm. I was devastated as usual. And I thought something's got to change. Mm-hmm. So I really started working on myself. I had to Google self-compassion because I didn't even know where to begin. So I got the book self-compassion and started there and really just immersed myself with, let's see, like Joel Osteen, Rob mm-hmm. Bell, Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. and was able to pick myself back up out of that, out of that dark place. So, um, and at that point I thought, I really want to give back. I don't want to see ladies struggling the same way I had, because so many women are doing this and they're really living behind these beliefs of I'm not worthy of love or I'm I'm not, my man, I don't have a voice. I Mm -hmm. I lived with that for a long time, really thinking that my voice didn't matter Mm -hmm. and I was unlovable. So really getting through these big blocks, really wanting to help ladies step into their feminine power, back into into loving themselves so that they can create the relationships they deserve. And so that's where this came about. Um, and it's really exciting to be to be part of a change, a, a greater vision in the world um, where we're not fixated on the tiny things that happen on our dates, but on the big picture and the big mm. picture of life on our greater vision and in, a, in alignment with the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love your story and just your authenticity to share, you know, what was going on and what you're feeling. And so many of us feel like that myself included. I went through that as well, where, you know, you don't know some, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes we just have the blueprint for everything to do wrong first (laughs) before we can learn what to do right. Um, So I love that. I love that you've made that your purpose. Yeah, it's really exciting. And I love meeting people like you, Lindsay, that are really working hard to make a change in this world, to really lift people up. And if we join together, we can do it. So no one has to feel bad about themselves. No one has to live in shame or guilt and, and just beating themselves up every day like Mm -hmm. I used to do. Right. And and instead we can live in power and peace. 
Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that. I I agree. And we need as much of that as possible to kind of almost make just the tiniest dent (laughs) because we've been conditioned to be in this unworthy um, mentality for so long. So I I totally agree with you. Just coming together in this space to bring on that positivity is just kind of like the best thing we can do, you know? Yeah, it is. And and it's hard because it's natural to to be negative. Our our Mm -hmm. brains are right. I mean, our brains are wired to protect us. So to remember the negative, so we don't get hurt again. So we really have to make a conscious choice to look at the positive. And so many times when we go outside, we're, we miss it. We just miss the big picture. Just the fact that we're breathing and, and every day is a beautiful experience. I mean, if we open our eyes to it, there's so many gifts there there. You can't even count all the gifts Mm -hmm. and, we can get stuck in those fixed mindsets of, you know, nothing's good is happening, is ever going to happen to me. But we can, of course, we could, if we would open our eyes, we could see that just being alive is something, is a blessing. It's not just something good. It's a huge blessing. Um, so it's about a shift in awareness, not being an, on autopilot, mm-hmm. but mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so what can we do? What are some things someone can do if they just don't even know where to start? Well, I think the first thing we can do, I mean, it's really good to get with a coach or someone that can help you, a Mm -hmm. mentor, a coach, um, a therapist, someone that really can, uh, that has found their way or someone that is going to support you. There's a lot of things that we need. in order to shift, I mean, well, there's three big things to shift. Um, mm-hmm. Really connecting with that, that really deep sense of purpose inside of ourselves. I mean, the the deep wisdom inside of ourselves that will lead us to the sense of purpose mm-hmm. that we have. Like, what is our purpose? Once we connect to that divine space in our hearts and listen to that, we will find what our purpose is. So we've got to connect to that really powerful space. So when we create, we're creating from a place of power. Mm. Um, We really need to connect with a a higher source, whether it's God, the universe, the rivers, the oceans, whatever it might be. It doesn't Mm. have to be, it can be whatever it is for, for you. But there is, as long as we connect to something greater than ourselves and knowing that we are supported by that greater intelligence of life. Mm-hmm. So and that is so important for transformation. And the third is to really tune into the resources and support that are out there for all of us. Step away from isolation mm-hmm. and get into the community. Get Start meeting people. Start going, do, doing really like volunteering is a wonderful way to to make connections and to give back and that's mm-hmm. so that's such a big thing in transformation where you where you're not focused on just yourself and feeling like you are that no one will understand you but to get out there give back and start getting into community and not waiting for it to happen because it's not going to happen unless you make the effort unless you line up the uh, line up the volunteering or line up the meetups, line up the walks. It's just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. taking charge of your life and saying, I'm going to make a shift, making a commitment to that shift and allowing. Um, and that's what feminine energy is about. It's about allowing and discovering. Um, instead of saying, well, this has to be like a certain way and, and have an agenda Allowing it to be what it is, allowing yourself to go on a date without any agenda, without anything, um, like without saying, well, this person has to like me. They have to get their number and (laughs) and just letting it be what it is Mm -hmm. and seeing what develops. And that's what's so beautiful. When we step into that space, we don't have to feel pressure. It's very respectful for ourselves and for the other people in the world, letting people be who they are and realizing that we can step away 
from people that are hurting us. We can love them from afar, but allowing them to be who they are and allowing ourselves to stand in respect and self-love. Mm, I love that because it it's not something that seems you know, hard to do or something that can't be attainable. It's something you can start right away with just kind of getting out of your own head and allowing for people to support you, I think is so big. Yeah, that is very huge. And there's so many people. I mean, I know that I was, when I was so desperate, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was looking up prayer lines and I was calling them all night long and it was such a blessing and it necessarily wasn't I didn't belong to any of these churches or it wasn't a certain religion or anything like that. But just hearing someone that cared and someone that was willing to give their time was just such a beautiful gift. And I encourage everyone to do that. Mm, I love that. I really do. That's that's such a big message. There's it's it's just being able to bring down your walls enough to seek that help and you know that you need it and not, you know, hold that pride up that can block you from receiving the guidance that you may need. I think that's huge. Yeah, that's true. And and, and being vulnerable and authentic is so mm-hmm. beautiful. And that's why I love just going and watching AA or any of those, any of the groups like that, um, mm-hmm. Al-Anon, those people are speaking from the heart and it's such mm-hmm. a genuine place mm-hmm. to uh, really connect with others. So I think groups like that are so supportive. I know that some people feel uncomfortable going to those, but I would really say if, if you're in that spot to get out there and go and, and do what you have to do to really reclaim your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what did you do? Like, what are the steps you took to kind of make that transition? How did you stumble upon what was needed of you to shift in your the way that you did to your feminine energy? Well, the whole time I was dating, I was really trying to force things. Mm. I was doing all the pushing and really planning of the dates and Mm. and not not allowing. (laughs) And so if I'm in that masculine, which is the doing and and forcing, it doesn't allow who I'm dating to be in that masculine energy. And and, and it's so beautiful when as a lady, you can receive and, Mm. and step back in gracefulness and just be in that discovery and creativity. Because if you're dating a man, then it's, it's wonderful for them to see the opposite because they're really in that masculine energy and they love seeing that, that discovery and that creativity and that Mm -hmm. elegance, because that's something opposite. It's a, it's a beautiful play there, a beautiful dance. So Mm -hmm. I was just really in that masculine of forcing. And I mean, as a female forcing doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was going to be dating a man, it's just not going to work. And that's why I never could have a good relationship. There's first of all, really, you can't force anything in your life. It's good. If it's going to be, it's going to be. But especially in relationships, it's such a turn off Mm -hmm. to try to force and, and um, have an agenda. And and so, and so it was when I realized that this isn't working at all. And I see women struggling all the time like this and, and that analyzing every detail, I feel so bad for them. Mm-hmm. instead of just allowing it to be and really stepping into who they are mm-hmm. and um, saying that knowing who they are first and that they, they will survive with or without the relationship and allowing it to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what feminine energy is about. It's about discovery. It's about um, just that dance, all those beautiful those mystical, magical elements. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's a beautiful, it's a freedom when you step mm-hmm. into that because there's no forcing and you know that you're going to be okay. And so when I work with ladies, we're really moving from that place of power. We get into that center, that center of power. And then we allow these gifts into our lives instead of forcing and instead of creating from desperation and that's what I did for so long was try to create a relationship out of the idea that there's that I was unlovable there's not any good men and and I was desperate and and you cannot create a healthy relationship from that foundation and it's Uh just 
that's not at all feminine <laughs> energy. No, correct. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely the opposite. Um, and the and sometimes you just have to address the source um, because I believe sometimes we just get this conditioning. And then it just keeps replaying in our mind over and over and over again. And then we just start falling through these traps of, you know, believing in it, but then also acting out of that belief, which just, it just makes it become the self-fulfilling prophecy in some ways. Yeah, that is so true because we'll have a belief and the belief is is three-dimensional. It's not just two-dimensional. It's taking on everything. We're doing everything we can to support the belief. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Jim Quick says your brain is like a supercomputer and your self-talk is the program it's running. So it's Mm -hmm. so important to look at that. What are you saying about yourself? When you get up in the morning, right? One good way to start the morning is saying, I'll allow all the beautiful gifts of relationship and presence and excitement, discovery. I allow those to come into my life and to keep my eyes open. And so when we say that, our our brains are really trying to make it happen. If we get up and say, today I'm going to find my soulmate, then that's a, that's a very probably unhealthy way to start because mm. it's forcing and it's not allowing. And, and then we're trying to be, we're creating from desperation or trying to create from desperation. That doesn't mm. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And I think sometimes as women, we get confused because we're like, well, I'm setting affirmations and then trying to manifest. So if I say that this is going to happen, then why is it not happening? <laughs> Right. Well, we've got to be in alignment, a total alignment with that. And that means your environment has got to support you, your friends, your, your beliefs, your self-talk, everything has to support um, your values. You've got to know what you want in a relationship before you start to date. And you've got to know that it's going to take time before you really get to know someone. It's not going to happen overnight. You mm-hmm. might need to go on a hundred dates, 150 dates before mm-hmm. you find that right person. I mean, if we're really, if we're going to go shopping for a car, we're not going to do that quickly and lightly. And mm-hmm. the same thing, if we want to be in a healthy relationship, we need to take our time and allow allow things to develop and not to be afraid to step away mm-hmm. when they are not serving of us. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we forget that as ladies because it's really society really makes us feel like we have to be married and we have to have children. That pressure is on us and television and the media, we have to be perfect and, and, and all this. And it, it's really, it can be really taxing um, mm-hmm. to try to keep up that. Mm-hmm. It is. And it, you know, when you're, when you think about that, it's like, well, how can you even be in this space of, you know, feeling free and magical and feminine with all of those pressures on you? You just feel stressed out all the time. Yeah, you're right. And that's the thing. You've got to schedule. Let's say you like to dance. Well, if you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. Mm. You've got to schedule these quiet times so you can have downtime, so you're not stressed out mm-hmm. all the time. And to give yourself breaks and really be loving to yourself. And and a lot of women are still struggling from the past. Mm-hmm. And so that causes a lot of stress. So really taking radical responsibility in your relationships. One of the last guys that I dated, he was he cheated on me and... Mm. It's easy for me to say, well, what a cheater, what a low life. But in order to move forward, we have to take radical responsibility. So Mm -hmm. I take responsibility for that. I knew that really we were not in alignment. I was very spiritual. He wasn't. Mm -hmm. That's okay. (laughs) I I just turned a blind eye to that. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to hear it. I thought, okay, it's going to be fine. Even though I knew that was a huge red flag for me. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to force this relationship. And so, yes, it, it wasn't a healthy relationship. So I'm not surprised that he cheated on me. I don't blame him for that. I was trying to force this thing. And mm-hmm. 
knowing that I created that, that all the past relationships and accepting that, now I know that I can create something better if I start from a place of power, from a place where I know my values, from my feminine energy, and just allowing and just being a different person when I go, you know, let's say I was to go out on a date. I'm not dating. <laughs> I mean, that that's not an issue right now, but mm-hmm. I... Um, if I was to do that, I would not be creating from desperation. I would be knowing who I am and that things have shifted. Now I'm allowing, I'm allowing the discovery of the dating process. It's not, you're not, when you start dating, it's not to immediately make a commitment right away, but to get to know someone. And I was in that mindset of, okay, latching on immediately. And that's mm-hmm. not healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tend to um, kind of attach ourselves if we really like the person and just kind of miss all those steps in between. And then we don't have that strong foundation built just yet. So it happens to most of us. Yeah, it does. And, you know, our brains, when we first start dating, it's natural for our brains to um, to trust more. I mean, it's just the way that I guess all the that the hormones or whatever's mm-hmm. going on there, right? And that's one of the problems that, that happens is that we trust, you know, we're trusting these people that we we should get to know first. Yes. And yeah, yeah we're caught up in all that oxytocin and <laughs> all that oh, craziness, yeah. right? So it's really important to ask your friends, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about this person? Because they can give you a good perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can kind of see from the outside away from, you know, your attachment and give you more clarity sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that I think that is the tricky part, that there's that little bit of chemistry involved there with our brains, like doing all these signals and <laughs> we're like, you know, kind of wired to connect, but sometimes it just not that it's a bad thing, but it's like, come on, brain. Look, can you work with me here? Can know, we have a huh? little bit of logic? It makes Don't us go crazy that. sometimes. <laughs> I know, huh? You're right. And then, especially when we're getting intimate too fast. Right. Because, you know, that's a, there again, we, we're not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's so, the female brain is different than the male brain. And we are, get easy, we're easier to be attached. Mm-hmm. So that makes it hard. Um, even if the guy really isn't, if we're, even if he's not even a really good match, we still will feel like, oh, well, we'll be deceived almost. Yes. Yeah. We'll trick ourselves into believing that he is, or that you could try to make him become what you want him to become. And, oh, it's, oh. it's. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. That's, that's, I know. That's so funny because I remember in college, my friend and I were always talking about our projects and mm. <laughs> let's go find another project to work on for what, another year or two. And then after that fails and oh my gosh, talk about exhausting. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I even have conversations with some people and they say, well, maybe, you know, you just need someone to build them up of like, Assignment is not alignment. No, sir. No, ma'am. We'll not do that. <laughs> you just have to be right. You know, it's like, that's just, I don't, I don't understand. Why should, why should anyone have to try to build someone to become what they want? It just sounds more like manipulation to me. Yeah, it does really. You're right. And then it also, then that then you get stuck in those relationships and you're not fulfilled and you're waiting right. for that person to be something they're not and then mm-hmm. that's then again you have got to take responsibility hey i <laughs> i entered this relationship thinking i could change you and that wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't honorable right so what can we do about it now right you know? yeah absolutely so what other tips or words of advice can you share to really kind of help us bring in more of that loving energy towards us and just feel just to trust it more and feel more comfortable with our feminine energy? I think really getting in the quiet space 
grounding mm-hmm. ourselves with the universe mm-hmm. and um, really trying new things. Something really exploring all the time is is a good way to connect with your feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe the arts, music, whatever works for you. Um, try something new, keeping keeping yourself open mm-hmm. again to discovery. Um, women are so, I mean, we're wired for connection. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful when, when we have those connections with other women and support each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that. It's so funny because a lot of women I work with are in the corporate environment and they don't support each other mm-hmm. because they're really in the masculine energy. They're right. forced to be in that masculine energy for working. And it's very hard for them to shift into the feminine once they get home. And then what happens is they're in their relationships and really pushing and forcing because that's what they have to do at work. And that doesn't, then it doesn't work. I mean, it's out of balance and it's, it just kills the, the excitement and the desire when uh-huh. they're two, like two masculine energies going, competing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It just never goes over well. And then you, you know, you run into those ruts or like arguments where you're kind of in that place of competing with your egos. And so um, I think that's important to keep in mind of know when to use it or and when to turn it off. Right. And it's beautiful that we have masculine energy too to defend when we need to, if we're being hurt or bullied or someone's disrespecting us to really Mm -hmm. step into that masculine energy to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So really, yeah, keeping the balance and knowing when it, you know, when, when is it, when do I need to use my feminine energy and when do I need to use my masculine? I mean, what's, what's, how am I being better served? Right. Mm -hmm. And switching it always being resilient and adaptable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because if we're, it's really important also when we're in relationships to make sure that our partners, the partners we choose are resilient, that they can bounce back or we're going to be stuck with someone that can't get back up and we're going to be trying to pull them up the whole time. Uh-huh. And that's exhausting. Uh-huh. That's very true. I really like that. Yeah, and that they have a purpose, a sense of purpose also. So when before we start dating to know what are their goals, what's their what, what's their drive? Mm-hmm. What's your purpose on the bigger scheme of life? So what does the universe put you here for? Mm-hmm. Um, not speaking about right the profession, but something deeper and that they're able to communicate in on a deeper level and to tune into that feminine energy, which is really about opening them up and being vulnerable. Uh-huh. So that, uh-huh. that's so important if we want to have a solid relationship. Absolutely. And then too, um, one of the things that I kind of, not that I have trouble with, but I try to keep in perspective is that I find that sometimes we receive this message like with a lot of feminine um, wisdom coaches are like, you just mean you're feminine. Don't, don't talk to him. Don't reach out to him. Just wait for him and being your feminine energy. Don't pursue him. Don't do anything. And then the man, <laughs> the masculine's like, well, why isn't she talking to me? And it's like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So it's like, you know, I guess too, you have to find that balance of, just focusing on your intuition really is what's going to be the best guidance as well of how to really navigate versus kind of being in the space of fear. Like, well, I I don't want to do something wrong because that's not feminine, you know? So. Yeah, you're right. And I think just being authentic, right. And Mm -hmm. because we'll get in those traps of overthinking everything. And that puts so much pressure on both parties. Mm -hmm. It it is exhausting. So um, you're right. I I think that you're right about the masculine. I mean, they're wondering what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with her? I know. Right. Yeah. And, and then women are so jumpy about everything. I mean, they can yeah. get so jumpy about like, I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him. Yes. Like, oh. Right. 
I create these fake scenarios in our minds. It's, I mean, it's something we do naturally because we're, you know, we kind of visualize and create in our minds that we have strong imagination. So it's easy for us to kind of, it can kind of be our downfall a little bit at times because we get carried away. And this guy's like, I'm just out mowing the lawn. I didn't, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> right. You're right. I know that's so funny because we have great imaginations. It's like, let's use them for something else, like to create something with, but sometimes we're using them to sabotage ourselves. Yes. And make ourselves crazy. Correct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's an interesting play when, when you've got, well, w- with men, I mean, and then they like their, they like their personal space. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you don't want to come across as needy. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. very important to have your own ideas and your own passions. I mean, nothing's more attractive that, than that, where you don't have to Well, you don't have to worry about someone else because you've already developed yourself. You want someone that's developed himself or, you know, depending on if you're dating a man or a woman, you want them to have developed themselves first Mm -hmm. and they're healthy and they've healed these wounds that they've able to go into that really deep space inside and send themselves love, that loving, that loving feminine energy of gentleness and compassion and kindness um, that they've really been in tune with that. So they're able to be ready for a healthy relationship. And if they're coming to you and telling you about the exes and how the exes ruined their lives and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a big red flag right Oh, there. yeah. You might want to go heal that first. <laughs> right, right. And people don't understand that. Why? A lot of times they're attracting the same kind of person every time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do people say, how do I attract something different? Well, you've got to be something different. When you're something different, you will attract something different. Mm-hmm. Yes, I completely agree with that. Because we don't realize that, you know, we're kind of reflecting each other in some ways. Um, and it can be hard to see because we don't see like our own blind spots, but we see them clearly in other people. And then we're like, well, what's, why do I keep attracting this? I'm not like that, but it, it may be something in your belief system that could be complementary to that person's behaviors. Right. That subconscious mind that, that mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on. Like if we grew up with an alcoholic and we're really, I mean, we're really used to, not being treated treated with love because maybe our father was drinking all the time and ignoring us, right? And mm-hmm. so that's what's normal. That's what we think love is. And so mm-hmm. that's what we are attracting. And until we can really see where we got these beliefs from, that the belief that, oh well, I'm not worthy of attention. Um and, and or beliefs that someone might have told us, some, that we might have heard in school, that that we took on as our own. Until we can heal those wounds, then we're going to still attract the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I actually, just the other night, I had just this little epiphany that came across my mind. And one of the questions I never asked myself was that, have I been loved properly? And you're not going to really know the answer unless you know yourself, whether the answer is yes or no. Um, And I was like, you know, I think that is what has really helped me to be able to communicate to myself how I how I need to be loved based on what I know about myself. Well, that's very interesting. And when you say that, I think about, you know, how it all starts with you, right? When you Mm -hmm. can love yourself properly, then you can open up to receiving someone else that's going to love you in that same manner. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the shift. Yeah. That, that's where it has to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yes, it, it, it's, it can be very difficult. I mean, to start <laughs> to say, I'm going to start loving myself. What do I need to do? Well, the first thing is to look at what you're, what you say to yourself mm-hmm. um, and to really shift that. I mean, it's okay to feel sad and it's okay to have regrets and, it's okay to say, yeah, I feel regretful, but to know that there, there's a greater thought here. You know, I feel regretful about something, but I, but I look at myself with compassion and I'm making different choices. So I feel proud 
that um, I've moved into something better for my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's most important for people and women, especially to really understand what love really means. And it's like, oh, do I just buy myself things or <laughs> do I just take <laughs> bubble baths all day? And it's, it goes a little deeper than that. And, you know, it's just a matter of having that good relationship with yourself. Right. And then also, I mean, women are really made to feel that they have to be intimate very quickly or they're going to lose the guys or they're, they're going to have to really dress in a provocative manner to mm-hmm. get attention. I mean, some women just don't know any other way because, I mean, unfortunately, that's what they saw. Mm-hmm. And there's more to it than that. We, I mean, it, what kind of quality man do you want? I mean, you want someone that's really attracted to that or someone deeper. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. yeah, it's very difficult with the with the media, mm-hmm. and and it's just it's they're impossible standards. And the fact that, well, I mean, when we watch TV or movies, nothing that we've lost the wholesomeness. Oh yeah, that's totally out the window, and it's just it's trickling down to younger generations. And I'm like, oh no, there's no hope now. <laughs> I try, I try to be positive, but it's just like, yeah, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, work with that? How do you say like, no, this isn't, you know, you don't have to go this route. You know, I'm all for people to feel free and, and their energy and what they, you know, want to do, but you really have to look within yourself and, and ask, you know, why do I feel the need to do this? Why, you know, what is the goal? that I'm searching for here? Is it really coming from a loving space or am I just wanting to feel that sense of validation? Yeah, that is so true, right? Are you wanting someone else to validate you so you can feel peaceful and, and then you're always going to be hunting in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's very hard. Uh, And then with the communication also from, you know, when we're watching TV or the movies, people are not really, communicating in the relationships. I mean, it's beautiful when you, you have a safe relationship where you can bring anything to the table. I mean, if you're feeling scared, if you're feeling like the relationship's growing apart, because you're going to grow with your partner, either apart or together. Mm-hmm. And having those conversations every week is so important to know how they feel, not making assumptions. <laughs> I mean, if we're thinking everything's great and we haven't even checked in with our partner in six months, who knows what's happening? And that's how things go awry. You know, they because we've got to always be growing and finding out how is this working? You know, what can what do we what's our greater purpose as a team? What do we want to fulfill? Like a team for the universe I know that might sound hokey, but (laughs) (laughs) right. So my, um, with James, my boyfriend, he and I, he's a musician. And so, and he's working on, um, sound journeys. And so having sound journeys with coaching and really stepping into these beautiful spots, he plays the drums for, um, the Atlanta dancers for peace and um, so it's beautiful being in that energy of giving back. So giving back to the world with the dances of peace and the coaching and the uh, really lifting people up as a partnership together. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a, a big question there. What, what's the bigger purpose in your relationships? And mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many questions always. I mean, relationships, a lot of people get married or they they feel safe and then they stop, they stop giving to the relationship and they don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden one wants a divorce. And, um, it's really sad when it's just like anything else. We've, we've got to be aware. We've got to really give care to the people that we love. We can't make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think assumptions really, direct us in the wrong way. Usually we're usually wrong. <laughs> Make assumptions because we just don't know. We don't know, you know, what's going on the other side or not in the other person's head or, or anything. So I think for me, I always try my best to seek to understand versus to judge first. 
and yes. then make my conclusions, you know, what resonates with me or not, but always just try to come from a place of understanding. That's beautiful. And understanding, I love that you're saying that because it made me think about men. I mean, a lot of times it, they're scared to be vulnerable in front of women. I mean, men stepping into the feminine energy um, of letting their guard down and, mm-hmm. and um, really being authentic. A lot of people judge them on that if a man cries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really nice when we can hold that space for men and allow them to be who they are. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, as women, I think we have a really a great power there um, to be comforting and loving um, to to the masculine energy when they need us, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It should be, a, you know, a, a union. It shouldn't be a versus, you know, or do this for me, do that for me kind of thing. Like, of course, you know, you, you want to feel... Um, cherish, but it shouldn't be like keeping tabs on one another. Like you know, like where's the love? <laughs> I know, I, I know, you know that. I really feel that way too. And so I remember that, isn't it, Adam Grant that wrote the book Givers and Takers? Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. So there's givers, takers, and matchers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a giver. So I mean, matchers. I guess that works for some people, but I don't like matching because then you do have to keep score. And I know a lot of my friends keep score. Mm. And I just think (laughs) for me, that's just not what I want in my relationship. I want, Mm -hmm. I love it that we're able to allow ourselves to give to each other. And and just that brings in such a joy um, for both of us. Mm -hmm. It really does. It just makes it more fulfilling. And, you know, um, just even in our minds, just giving the act of us giving, uh, we also receiving as well. So um, if you're a natural giver, I am too. So I totally get it. And I have to set better boundaries around that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it just feels good to care for someone, you know, it just makes me feel fulfilled, really. Yeah, it does. And then then that we also, as natural givers, one thing that's been hard for me is to receive, mm. <laughs> to be a, a beautiful receiver. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I'm always working on, receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've struggled with that. But. Oh, yeah, I, I have. And I actually worked with, well, she's actually a face reader, but she's also a coach. And that was one of the things that she had picked up. Um, from my energy, it was like, you might be over giving too much, and you need to allow for people to support you and to receive and that will really help you to create some balance in your life. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it, it really has. I mean, I, I try to be um, very conscious about what I'm doing now. And I know it, at first it feels like you're training yourself, but I mean, we trained ourselves to do everything else that we're doing. So over time, I think it'll become a bit more natural. Yeah. And that's, that's feminine energy right there is receiving, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. you know, I, I know you would think that since, um, that it would be natural, but, um, maybe I think it's those patterns of watching like, like the women in my life, in my family, just mm-hmm. work over giving, over giving, over giving. So that mm-hmm. became natural instead mm-hmm. of receiving. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And it's just so common nowadays, you know, with women working so hard and, you know, being single mothers and trying to raise a family and do everything. It's just become, it's not out of the norm. So, you know, it's not bizarre for people to, you know, kind of go into that energy because it's like, well, I mean, this is, you know, what my mom always did or what I've always seen. So it doesn't seem like it's, you know, wrong, but we find ourselves being very overburdened and just unhappy all the time. Yeah, you're right. Because we're working so hard and not taking any time to fulfill ourselves and have that, that discovery and creativity, like the feminine energy again, you know, stepping into our feminine side and really giving ourselves the support of um, the the arts or whatever it is for you, you know, like for music and arts and just um, really sitting in those times of um, magic. I, I mean, what do you like to do, Lindsay, to really get into your feminine energy? 
Um, for me, I try my best to do, well, I li- like to listen to myself and I will sometimes just ask, what do I need? Or sometimes it'll come in a dream. Sometimes it'll, you know, whatever. And I just try to ask, what do I need? And a lot of times I'll journal if I need to get something out that's just kind of really bothering me. Um, but I do enjoy doing a little pampering and just, you know, renewing myself, making myself feel good. It just kind of makes me feel normal, <laughs> not normal, but just, just it just makes me feel like I'm present, I guess. So that's usually helpful for me. Yeah. Journaling is beautiful, you know, like, especially if you're feeling kind of down, it's beautiful to write it out, um, to be expressive. I, I love that. And, and meditation is good. I, I like to sometimes just listen to music and dance for fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm no dancer, but I've started, started, well, I used to exercise on this little machine. And so I thought I want to do some jazzercise like in the old days, but I yeah. couldn't really find any jazzercise. So I found some really cool other things and, and like the cha-cha and all this stuff. So it's really fun now. I don't even think of it as exercise. I just get up and watch my little YouTube dance stuff. And, and, um, I always feel so much better about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Dancing is a big one to get into your feminine energy because you're just kind of expressing and moving that energy in your body, whether it's moving it out, you know, or moving it around, just kind of taking those kinks out of there. <laughs> You're right. It is doing that. And then I've been working on some, some little image transfers um, with um, acrylic paint. So that's been really fun and discovering. And um, I watched the Bob Ross documentary and how, what does he say? Happy mistakes. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's cute. He was a really cute guy. I remember um, but he really feels, I could feel that feminine energy coming out of him, which was, yeah. you know, he still was holding the masculine, but you could feel the feminine too. Mm-hmm. He yeah. He's so diet. soothing. <laughs> yes. His voice was very soothing. You're right. Oh yeah. I just could fall asleep listening to him paint all day. <laughs> yeah. So, um, those are really good ways to, to shift and yoga is a good way to shift. Um, drumming is I really like to sit and listen to the, to the drumming sometimes, mm. you know, and with the, the um, singing bowls. Yes. Yes. Those are, uh, anytime I hear those, I almost feel like I've had a bath in a weird way. Like I just feel so clean in my energy when I, when my, I'm around those singing bowls. They're beautiful. I know. And I was, I've, I've been listening to them to sleep just to take little naps and they put me right to sleep. Even if they're mm-hmm. loud, they put me to sleep. It's, it's such a, I don't really know much about the, um, the hurts and all that, mm-hmm. but, um, whatever they do, it works. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I, I can just say it works. I have this proof. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, yeah, it's a magical, I love the magic of life and discovering yes. it. You never know what you're going to discover or have those happy mistakes like Bob Ross calls them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I love that. This is even inspiring me to just really kind of tune in more with myself. And I think this is a a really helpful conversation, even for myself. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Oh, well, it's been, it's very insightful for me. It's a great reminder really to step into the quiet and listen to my heart because our hearts have that deep wisdom and love, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when we tune into that, we really can move forward into something amazing, something we never knew was possible. If we're just mm-hmm. listening into that beautiful wisdom that is just right there, our hearts really love us. Um, and so that's a way, a really good way to tune into that feminine energy. Oh, yeah, it really, it really is. And I think if anything, knowing that you have that internal support is huge as well. Just, you know, knowing that you're just not ever alone and you can call on your inner guidance as well if you need to. Yeah, the inner guidance, right. And then stepping out in nature and really being out with the trees and the majesticness and how they're cleaning the air for us. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we are so united. So it's, it's a blessing. And, and, and then this podcast is wonderful because we're just spreading this to, to the world. I mean, mm-hmm. we all do our part. 
Mm-hmm. Blessing, so. Absolutely. Awesome. So I know you're a coach, a relationship yeah. coach. How can someone get in touch with you to learn more about what you do? Well, I have Joyful Relationship Coaching on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn under Marikita Solis under my name, which makes a lot of sense. And um, Joy and Fulfillment, Create the Relationship You Deserve is my ladies' Facebook group. It's a private group. And um, I would love to offer a free Bring Back the Joy session just to get clarity. If someone is struggling, they don't know how to get into feminine energy or they don't know what's going on in their relationship, just to get clear on what the next step would be. Mm -hmm. um, let's, let's, Let's find out what you need to do to really get in alignment with what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm on really that. I'm also on YouTube, Instagram. So awesome. I love that. And I think, you know, you're going to receive so many ladies out there <laughs> because we all, I think that I love that it's really coming up to the surface that it's like, Hey, you do realize there's a whole another energy out here to tap into that's been suppressed for so long. So I'm happy that people are really starting to wake up to it. Yes, definitely. Right. Let go of the forcing, controlling, mm. um, you know, manipulating with agendas and step into your real power, mm. the power of allowing and beauty and receptivity and discovery. Mm-hmm. And you will really be in that flow um, from your power center. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Mary Kita, thank you so much for sharing everything you shared with us today. Did you have any other words or anything else you wanted to say? Well, I just want to say, you know, ladies, really remember how beautiful you are. And and gentlemen, too, remember how powerful you are. Whoever's listening, that you have the, just that divine wisdom inside your soul, inside your heart. And always remember that um, and really feed yourself love on a daily basis. And um, and you will really you will move forward tremendously. And I'm sending you all love. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for this Aww. beautiful blessing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. I'm so grateful for your energy today. Thank you. You as well. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.